Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Chirp and Yotes. We have an emergency podcast going on today because we had some big news today. Uh, joining me today is Haynes. We're running a little light today. So, uh, Haynes, how are you doing today? Doing well. Uh, like you said, big news going on right now with the Coyotes. Uh, excited to, what an appropriate first way to kick off the first mini sub-series of the Trippin' Yotes podcast with y- Yotes Bites. Perfect way to kick off the first episode of that. Oh yeah, for sure. You might have a little bit more information than me, so you want to get started on this uh, topic we have to talk about today? Yeah, so um, for the people that don't know, I'll break it down for you. So it was announced this morning by Craig Morgan of PHNX uh, Coyotes, PHNX Sports, that the Coyotes are in talks, are in with active talks right now um, with the uh, with Arizona State, the University of Arizona State, newest hockey arena that's being built. They are in talks of the Coyotes potentially sharing an arena with the team for the next three to four years until hopefully the Tempe arena proposal is approved, the district gets built, everything they want to do there. So um, this is a big step, honestly, for the Coyotes going forward. Um, this is something that we have not only talked about on you know the regular podcast with Turpin Yotes, but it's something that I've talked about on Howlers and Growlers. It's someone I, I've talked about on other podcasts I've been a guest on. It's something that we've kind of been wondering for a while now. Coyotes were ever going to announce some sort of a plan of what they were going to do. We know we had heard rumors of maybe talking to, you know, the Diamondbacks with Chase Field, and and nothing came forward out of it. We didn't really hear anything. That's now been shot down by the team. So there was a lot of, you know, there's a lot of questioning going up in the air of, you know, what are the Kais going to do? And then, you know, as of right now, the Kais don't have the votes in their favor with the city of Tempe to have the arena proposal. Accepted, honestly, does not mean that it's been rejected. The Kais are honestly working as hard as they can to get approval there on their side. But, um, yeah, the biggest thing was the Kais didn't have any sort of backup plan of, well, we need somewhere we need to play next year. Whether we have an arena or not in, in four years, we need somewhere to play next year because the city of Glendale, honestly, is done with the Arizona Coyotes. And the Arizona Coyotes have been done with the city of Glendale since 2015. And that rocky relationship finally hit its uh, its breaking point, and we're here. We are now where we are, and you know this is great for the Coyotes if they can get this through. Uh, we honestly hope this doesn't fall through, like in 2017 when there was uh, original reported uh, talks between the two sides of a joint arena being built for the Coyotes that Arizona State could use, and it didn't come to fruition. And this is kind of that second chance now, and I really think that both sides are actively talking about this. The Coyotes have a great great relationship with Arizona State and Arizona State has a great relationship with the Coyotes and Josh Stone a Coyotes prospect is down up there in Arizona State playing right now in Tempe with Arizona State so this is an absolutely huge huge breaking news for the Coyotes this all but solidifies that the Coyotes are committed to remaining in Arizona and I know the trolls and the people that listen are just going to keep coming at that this is a joke of franchise not working and Bettman's doing all he can. This is not Bettman. This is the Coyotes doing what the Coyotes are doing. And they're only proving their commitment to this area. And it's a huge, huge thing for the team. But Grandy, I'm curious to know what you think of everything here going on with the situation. 
I mean, the biggest thing that sticks out to me is that this is still going to be a serious financial commitment by Alex Morello and the ownership group. Um, you don't do this if you're planning on moving. You don't do this if you're not committed to this area. Um, I think Craig Morgan was saying that we have to build, he has to go out and build NHL-ready locker rooms, and there's a couple other things that need to be done to the arena that's going to come out of Morello's pocket. Plus, on top of that, you have the fact that it only seats 5,000 fans. You're not going to get a full... You're not. You're going to lose a lot of money over these next three, four years. So this yeah. is a serious level of commitment by Alex Morello. Um, it's in. It's going to go really well. I hope. But I yeah. also think another thing is is for the city of Tempe, their biggest um, tenant is ASU. Getting a good relationship with ASU and showing that we're partners with them shows Tempe that, hey, maybe we can work with these guys and make the uh, entertainment center that we're that the Coyotes are planning on building all the more likely. Um, I just think it's a great thing all around, and I am really looking forward to this. Plus, I think it's going to be an incredibly electric atmosphere with five thousand fans that close to the game, the arena. Um, it's, yeah, it's going to be incredible. Yeah. No, I, I, you know, I agree with you there. And, you know, I didn't bring it out. And I'm, I'm glad you did there. It, the guys do still have a lot uh, that they're going to face in terms of, you know, one, and this isn't going to be approved. The Gary Bettman, uh, all of them already are behind this idea with the Coyotes, and also the Coyotes are behind this idea of going there. So it's not necessarily been approved, but the Board of Governors is on a board with what the Coyotes want to do, and it honestly seems to have no issues other than needing to have Lockham's Bill and a couple other stuff that needs to be done, which honestly Morello is, you got to think, is also going to be willing to pay if if they can get this approved. And then hopefully, like you said, Tempe sees this as, well, the Coyotes are really committed to wanting to play in Tempe. That committed to wanting to stay here by playing with Arizona State, then think about the revenue they can generate with us if they come play with us if we if we approve this arena deal with them. So it's hopefully going to pay off. It's going to pay the dividends in the end, and it's going to work for the Coyotes. And, you know, first Aussie first step is getting everything off the ground, making sure that everybody approves of the plan, you know, we hear uh, Morello come out and say, "Hey, I'm you know I'm gonna pay the money to have NHL ready locker rooms, everything built." And I believe he is, but honestly, we won't know until we actually hear it come from his mouth. But it's it's a move in the right direction. You know, the five thousand seats, like you said, it's it's gonna be hard for season ticket holders. I don't know how that's gonna be um, worked out and how people are gonna be there. But I just can't imagine. How, I, I mean, I can imagine, but at the same time, I can't imagine how great. It's going to be for the college, for the college students. I mean, you're going to have people coming from Tempe, from Arizona State, who are going to be coming to these games. You're going to have that college atmosphere on an NHL game, and you're going to most likely be able to sell out these games. So while it's only going to be five thousand seats, you're going to have a pretty packed barn for some Coyotes games. And if they can generate somewhat success and play somewhat decent over the next three, four years of this rebuild, you could see some pretty fun hockey at this small rink. 
that they're going to be using for now, the small stand they're going to be using. And it, I, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a really cool, almost college atmosphere that they're going to get out of this. And I think it's going to open hockey to a lot of people in Arizona State. I think a lot of students are going to come out of these games and see it and think, man, that was fun. I can't wait in like three, four years from now when they have their own arena and we go to the games on Friday, Saturday nights and go watch them. They'll be right up here in Tempe with us. So it, it pays off huge dividends if they can get to work. It's gonna, it's gonna, they're gonna lose money. But in the end, if they can get everything worked out and they can get in place and they can get an arena approved, four years, it it's not gonna mean anything in three to four years if everything gets worked out and it gets approved because they're gonna move to an arena on the east side of the valley with the money they're already making now from sports betting. Add that into all your fans on the east valley, you're gonna be looking at more and more closer to sellouts on a nightly basis for this hockey team and a competitive team that people are gonna go watch and play. So. I, I just don't see anything negatively coming out of it. If everything goes right and everything comes into place, I only see positives and money increase in value and profit just going up and up and up. Oh, no, absolutely. It's a, it's going to be a good thing in the long term. It, like I said, it might hurt Morello's pocket in the short term, but once we're settled in Tempe, this is, despite what the trolls in Canada may want you to think, this is very temporary. This is only until Tempe is built. Um, we're talking three, four years at the absolute max. Uh, at the end of that, it's having that uh, entertainment district and everything there that's going to be privately funded by Morello and owned by them. Yeah, he's going to get a huge... Um, bonus from that. He's going to get a huge uh, return on investment when all that comes through. Uh, But it is no doubt that he will take a hit in the pocket for the next three years, which is probably a good thing we're rebuilding during these three years. It's going to be tough to attract free agents, and it's going to be tough for him to want to really pay out for the big free agents. So it's a good thing we're going with a cheap young team in the process i agree i agree and you and you know and not only that but real quick want to add in we're looking at a team next year that i've heard from early uh people within the organization early you know people i work with and all that is that this Coyotes team next year a lot of hl makeup of a team it could this team could be a very big almost tucson roadrunners almost looking arizona Coyotes next year you know added in with some veterans they pick up honestly through contract dumps and all that so playing in an arena that's a little bit smaller than your your hl arenas depending on where your hl team's playing at so i mean i'm not saying the guys gonna be an hl team next year but it's gonna be almost like you're watching the hl in, a, in an hl type barn kind of i mean you're gonna have the road runners for the most part playing with the coyotes up in Arizona, they're going to be over here in Tempe in an arena that's going to seem like an AHL-type arena in terms of size and all that. But, I mean, it's not like you're going to be watching Austin Matthews playing in a 5,000-seat arena wearing a, a Kachino jersey. You know what I mean? It's not. It, you're going to see guys who are going to be coming up from these arenas that are already small arenas going to be playing potentially in a small arena. I, I don't see really anything that's going to weird any guy out. Honestly, some free agents are going to be a little drawn away from that, and it, you know it's going to be hard to bring guys in. But I think a lot of the guys that are going to be coming to this team next year are from Tucson, and they're going to be used to the kind of area of this familiar situation where they're playing in now. So I, I really don't see it being too much of a problem there, but I get where you're coming from with that. Yeah, like I said, it's part of why it's 
a good thing we're in the rebuild. Um, it's just, it's going to be crazy. It's, I think it's going to be loud when this team is playing well. I think it could get loud. You hear some of these small, you see some of these college basketball arenas with not much more attendance, and it gets loud in there. Um, it's an environment with five thousand rowdy fans is so much better than an environment with fifteen thousand passive ones. Uh, that's just—it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to watch on TV. It's going to be fun to watch all of that. And it, um, and you know, it'd be it'd be fun to go there in person too. At the same time, you're saying it's going to be fun to watch, and honestly, it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be cool to see on TV. It's going to be cool for the for the you know the college students, for the fans that do get to go to those games. But if you get to go to games, it's going to be a fun experience for the people that do get to go to the games. It's going to be an untraditional experience going to a game like that. But it's going to be cool. It's going to be sold out most likely. It's going to be packed in. You're going to feel like you're at like a minor league barn, but you'll be watching an NHL game. It's going to be so cool. I couldn't I, – and I generally believe that. I'm not just saying that being a Coyote I generally think it's going to be such a cool experience for people to be able to go to, you know, to, Temp- or to Tempe next year, Arizona State's new arena, be able to watch a Coyotes game there and be in a packed arena with 5,000 other people and, you know, it be all Coyotes fans potentially. It's going to be on the East Valley. I, I think it's going to be really, really cool – experience for a lot of people to be able to, to be able to go to a game like that next year. And we've talked about having an outdoor game here before. And generally when we talk about this, we talk about it at Chase Field with the roof open. But yeah. how's this for a better one? Sun, uh, Sun Devil Football Stadium with the uh, Twin Buttes in the background. Oh, that oh. would be that'd be nice. That would that'd be really nice. Get get that relationship going with Sun Devils right now, get this partnership built, and the NHL throws them a bone later on like that. Exactly. And, and you know, I and I agree with you there. I, you and me, I think I both said it. I know I've talked about it before with other people. I generally do believe if the Coyotes can get an arena situation figured out, honestly, within the next few years and they get the arena deal proved in Tempe, you're going to see offers like Stadium Series, Propose, get brought up to the proposal, maybe playing Vegas or someone else in California in a stay and series game in Arizona. The arena situation in Glendale is the only reason the Kais have been kept from holding things like the all-star game from holding stay and series because of their current situation with an arena and people not knowing what their state of the team's going to be going forward. And if you can get this arena approved going forward with the city of Tempe, so many opportunities are going to open up for the team, so many things are going to be available for you. You're going to get the opportunity to possibly host an all-star game. You're going to get the opportunity to possibly host a, a stadium series game. So I, I know you and me, I think I've talked about Grandy and all that, but uh, and I think it's going to be a huge, huge thing if they can get it approved. I think just the door's open for this team. Yeah, I was talking with someone on Twitter recently because we were talking about after the Winter Classic about how he was upset that the Coyotes aren't ever going to get this. And then I said, well, no, we're not going to get it until Glendale is out of our life. The NHL was not going to give Glendale anything like this. It's just that relationship. If you think the relationship between the Coyotes and Glendale is bad, the relationship between Glendale and the NHL is awful. So, yeah. 
when we lost our all-star game to a lockout, we weren't going to get it back because by that point, Glendale had already burned that bridge. Yeah. Um, as soon as we start ground on this arena, I would look at maybe even the first year we have the arena getting an all-star game in there. Maybe, I would guess in the first in these next three years, we'll see an outdoor game just so that they can help us with revenue-wise. Probably yep. not next year, maybe the year after. But this does open up so many more doors. Just getting out of Glendale is good for the Coyotes and good for the NHL. And I, as we've seen, there's you have Austin Matthews, you have Matt Nyes, and then you have a guy in this draft coming up that's a lottery pick that's from Arizona. This market is producing NHL talent. You don't want to lose this market. I agree. And, you know, and I, and, and that's the biggest thing right there is the people saying Arizona is not a hockey market. And, you know, neither one of us are coming on here. This is not me bashing anybody else's fan bases. I would never do it. I believe every city that has a hockey team deserves to have an NHL team for one reason or another. And that includes the Arizona Coyotes. And, but I don't understand the people that go on and say, Hockey just hasn't worked there. There's no culture for hockey in Arizona. It's not a sport that ever should have made it there. You just pointed out, guys like Josh Stone would never start playing hockey if it wasn't for his dad coming to Ari- playing in Arizona. Guys like Austin Matthews would never have started playing hockey if it wasn't for going to Coyotes games and seeing Danny Brienne and Shane Dome. Matt Knives, all these kids that are coming up, the Kachuk brothers, their dad playing in, in Arizona. People fail to realize that because they don't want to – give Arizona any sort of, you know, any satisfaction there, any sort of like, oh, you got it right there. They don't want to give the Coyotes the benefit of the doubt in terms of saying, you know what, I am wrong. Arizona has proved to be a hockey market. It's brought a bunch a bunch of great hockey players, including one who is a star of a Canadian franchise and all that. And and it, and it is, and I and I don't know if it's just them as a way of trolling. I don't know if it's because they actually aren't looking into it, but Arizona has grown into an insane hockey market. The girls' Kachina program, we've talked about them, the rise up, just the youth hockey level in general, the amount of kids everywhere they're signing up to play. Arizona, I know just recently was named, like maybe two or three years ago, was named top 10 in like largest growing hockey markets in the U.S. And people... I don't know how they see this stuff, see it in USA Hockey Magazine on website, and they still sit to themselves and think, hockey just, the market of Arizona has never worked to produce hockey. They, they've never produced anything. They don't have a culture. Any, I, I just don't know. When Austin Matthews one of your biggest stars, that, when the Kachucks are some of your biggest stars, I don't know how you look at that and go, yeah, they, they just those were flukes. They never actually, Arizona never did anything for them. They must have watched hockey somewhere else. It, the Coyotes have proved, and Arizona has proved that the state of Arizona is a hockey market. And like you said, and I said, I'm I'm never going to bash anybody's team. Now, honestly, joking around about teams not being good, that's one thing. I do with the Coyotes not being good this year. But I would never go and say a certain NHL team never deserves a franchise. I think all 32 teams have a, all 32 teams have a team for a reason, and that's the bottom line. You may not think so, but there's a reason why Quebec City doesn't have a team anymore. There's a reason why – um, Winnipeg lost the team the first time. And there's a reason why those teams probably won't get those teams back unless it's through expansion in you know years to come. But I believe that all 32 teams are in the league deserve to have a team, and I don't understand why 
people go and constantly want to bash teams like Arizona and call them an embarrassment to the game when I don't ever hear anybody outside of hockey go, oh, yeah, the NHL, yeah, the Kaiser just make that league an embarrassment. I've never once heard anybody ever tell to me that's never seen hockey before go, yeah, I've never seen hockey before, but I know the Coyotes are make the NHL an embarrassment of a league, so I won't watch it. Never heard that in my life. So the fans that say that are an embarrassment to the league and make the league an embarrassment to watch, I've never heard anybody outside of hockey that's never seen the game before ever come up to me and say, I've never seen a hockey game, but the Coyotes are the embarrassment of the NHL, or the Coyotes are the reason the NHL is embarrassing to watch. I've never heard that. No, and it's just one thing I'll never understand is wanting – another fan base to suffer wanting another fan base to suffer through a team moving it happens i understand that and it's happened it's happened to teams that it never should have minnesota never should have lost the north stars but at the same time if they keep the north stars then we don't have texas as a hockey market and we've had some people come out of texas um, Winnipeg shouldn't have lost the Jets, but here we are, and we're going exactly. to make this work. Um, exactly. It's just we can't. You can't change the past. That, I just want to add, no. add that in there. You can't. You can't change the past. Like I said, I I didn't wish that Winnipeg obviously lost the Jets the first time they did. Obviously, they it worked out for them. They got the Jets back in the end. But you can't change the past. You can only embrace the future, and the future is who the 32 teams are now. You may not like the hockey game to Arizona, but hockey's in Arizona. And and the city of Arizona and the people that are within the organization remain committed to proving that hockey remains and belongs in Arizona. And just real quick, as an aside, where is Toronto right now if not for Arizona having a hockey team? They're both their top prospect and their best player are from here. It's incredible. Uh, I think I've I think I've said just about everything I need to say on this. You have anything you want to add? Something? No, and I'm the only thing I really want to add is just you know, just going back to what I said. I, this is not me coming at any fan base. I don't want anybody to hear this and think this guy is just hates every other NHL team. That's not the case. I love every NHL team. I think every NHL team. Deserves this team they have, and and I love watching hockey. It's the reason I got into it. Five was just the joy of it all, and I would never put another team's fan base down to make them feel suffered or make them feel oppressed. And I seen that with the Hurricanes had that for so long. The Florida Panthers still get it to this day from people, even though they're good. And I I just like you said, I don't get why you bring find so much joy in bringing another team's fan base misery and always constantly saying stuff like that. It's I mean, come on to a podcast, come on to a show, join Coyote's Twitter, join whatever, Discord, whatever it may be, and just come and see for yourself how passionate our fan base are. I know you all think we have it, but we do, and the Coyotes have a really passionate fan base that generally wants to see this team in Arizona. We don't want to see this team leave. I'm not even from the state of Arizona, and I don't want to see this team leave. I've followed him since I was five years old. I'm 22 now. I don't want to see this team leave. I want this team to make success in Arizona. I want this team to win a Stanley Cup in Arizona. And, I mean, it's that. I mean, I I don't – I want this to work out, and I want this to pan out, and I want it to all end up good for the team. But I I just – I don't know at times. I don't know why – 
looked at the Warriors. I don't know how some people just look at the Coyotes, look at their fan base, which they have, and just think to themselves, yeah, you know, it'd be better off if I just constantly ridicule these guys, told them they didn't deserve a hockey team, make their fans feel bad. Because how would you feel if you were in our situation? And that's what, that's what I found so sad about stuff like this. If you want to open up a salt mine, go and look at Craig's tweet when he announced this this morning. Just go and read the comments and read the quote tweets from it. It is sad. Why do we gatekeep this sport like this? Let's let it grow. Let's let it become this major sport that we know it can be. I just... The gatekeeping that happens, especially from the northern franchises, whether it's Canada or northern United States, is so frustrating. It just, it really is. Um, I just, let us have our team, man. Let us have our team. Let us prove we can be successful. Don't go trying to move it on us. You said, it there, you said their best. Nope, you said their best. And it's a great way to end it. Honestly, we the best. We really do appreciate the fans that are out there. There is fans out there that generally do want to see this team be successful. I have read a lot of positive comments recently, and I have a lot of uh, – I, I appreciate the fans out there of Aussie, this team, that support this team and still support this team. And I appreciate all the people out there that aren't fans of the Coyotes that continuously support the Coyotes and want to see this franchise work out. and remain Arizona long-term and your true people, your true, true hockey people that I would love to talk to because I think that everybody deserves to have the team they have in this league. I don't want to see anybody else ever move again. I love all 32 teams we have in this league and hopefully we can add later on down the road, but I don't want to see anybody move. I want, I want us to stay where we are in terms of everybody stay in the city they're in. So that's, that's all I want to say there, but I appreciate getting to come here and talk to you, Grandy. It's always fun getting to talk hockey this is obviously great news to talk about today for Coyotes fans, for Arizona as a whole. This is just this is huge. This is obviously the step in the right direction that we've been waiting to hear, and we're only going to keep our fingers crossed that this just keeps remaining positive and it just keeps growing, and hopefully within no time we'll hear even more positive news that there's a arena proposal that's been approved and we have a future home game built in Tempe. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh from all of us here at Chirp and the Oats, Tyler and – oh, actually, Tyler did send – Tyler did have a statement he wanted me to say. Ah. So, from Tyler, I think the ASU Arena idea is great, even if it's a small venue. It's at the area the owners want, and ASU hockey will probably benefit having NHLers being so close. It's not ideal, but it keeps Coyotes in Arizona – and give both Glendale and the Canadians who have no idea how big hockey is in Arizona the finger. I'm all for it. Um, but aside from that, Tyler and Chase, I'm sure, will add some thoughts on when we record next. Me and you will probably add some thoughts when we record next. We just wanted to make sure we got something out there and we didn't take up our entire next podcast with more arena talk. So... Uh, look forward to seeing that again here soon. And thank you all for listening. Especially shout out to our listeners in Switzerland. We are actually doing remarkably well there in the rankings. Um, we really appreciate all of you. And thank you.
Have a great night.